everyone! You are listening to Game of Throws with your host Ryder, where we cover all sports involving kicking, splashing and jumping. No, I'm just kidding. You guessed it, all sports where throwing leads the way. In today's episode, we'll be talking about softball, where we will be retracing history to idolise the world's top three greatest softball players. And yup, they are all women. So for those of you who aren't familiar with this great sport, let's touch base on a little history. Predominantly, softball is an American sport invented by a group of men waiting for a Harvard-Yale American football game. I know, strange. Ingeniously, they tied a glove to make a large ball and used a broomstick as a bat. This was then regarded as indoor baseball, though I prefer some of the other names it goes as. Mushball, diamond ball, and kitten ball. So historically, softball was a game for men who couldn't play baseball. World War II happened and baseball injuries became more costly as insurance companies were rising. So more men thought, sod this, let's try softball. Meanwhile, women's baseball popularity declined as softball's men became increasingly popular. As it was originally indoor baseball, it required one to pitch underhand and as more people started to get TVs, they stopped attending real-life softball games and resorted to watching baseball on television. Therefore, men's baseball has always thrived and so as they pitch overarm opposed to softball which is underarm, the sport was deemed as more feminine. And in historical times, it was all about the boys are strong, girls are weak, blah, 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 blah. So as the focus turned to male baseball, women dominated softball. So let's fast forward to the Olympic Games in 1996, Atlanta. A female softball competition was included. Yes, that's right, ladies. Female softball, not men. However, after 16 years of Olympic softball, the IOC, International Olympic Committee, revoked it as an Olympic sport before the 2012 London Olympics. It was classified as too American and other nations needed time to catch up to the Americans. Grumpy women superheroes, I can only imagine what these athletes must have been feeling. But softball is scheduled to participate again in the next Olympics, which I mean was meant to be this year, so we'll see how that works out. Supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. I hope we're on the right track. Right, so now you're all softball experts, let's get right into the crack of it and talk about history's real-life Wonder Woman. Up in third place, we have Jenny Finch, who is perhaps the most well-known pitcher in softball history. Growing up, Finch's family were huge baseball fans. Since she was little, her father dedicated hours teaching her how to pitch. So by the age of eight, it was her time to shine. At the age of 12, she won the under-12 American Softball Association title for her travel team, the California Cruisers. The confidence and commitment granted her popularity in high school, which was accompanied as her role as team captain for softball throughout her her time in high school. Although she was wanted by numerous colleges, I mean, (laughs) geez, imagine having colleges begging on their knees for you. Jenny became a wildcat at the University of Arizona. How pleased must they have been? Junior year granted her Pitcher of the Year and Softball Player of the Year awards and throughout her collegiate experience was 
she was the most sought after player. Well, her career only gets better from there. Team USA built a fast, bold and insanely talented players for the 2004 Olympics as they breezed into gold. Finch was notoriously feared for her fast pitching by all the other teams. After the 2004 Olympics, the national pro fast pitch was still recovering from the impossibly insane performances she carried out. She played for the Chicago Bandits between 2005 to 2009 and the Bandits even named the street that the stadium was on Jenny Finch Way. So that's what you have to do to have a whole road named after you. Damn. Unfortunately, the US lost to Japan 3-1 in the 2008 Olympics, but she still secured silver medal. However, that did not stop her from playing her best, claiming global recognition. By the way, everyone was still terrified of her. She became the most recognisable member of Team USA in both Olympics. Now, I did try and get in touch with Jenny for a live interview. However, she sadly was not able to make it for today's episode. However, I managed to ask her why she retired from softball at quite a young age. And she said it was for the exact reason she could not be here today. I just feel like it gets harder and harder every year with Ace getting older and time away from my husband and even family events such as birthdays and friends. Jenny, you're an inspiration to us all and a great mum to Ace. Well, after Jenny, we have Lisa Fernandez at second place. Unlike Jenny, Lisa had a more unsteady start to her career, something more along the lines of normal. Lisa started pitching for her local team when she was just eight. Her parents used to teach her as they played in numerous slow-pitch baseball leagues. In her first game, she threw balls, three balls in a row to the first batter and then proceeded to hit her on the head with the fourth ball. Her team lost 25-0. Well, it didn't get any better from here. At the age of 12, her pitching coach told her her arms were too short and that she could never be a competitive pitcher past the age of 16. This response was completely what I would do, a process of bowing to her mother only to get shouted at in return. Her mother yelled, stop crying. If you ever let someone in your life tell you what you can or cannot do, you'll never make it. Well, I can say that Mama Fernandez's words definitely ignited some fuel within her. But she went on to play for UCLA, winning the National Collegiate Athletic Association Championships in 1990 and 1992. She also won the Honda Boderick Cup and the Honda Award three times. This award goes to the nation's best player. Well, even before graduating college, she was already representing the US internationally. Lisa is a three-time Olympic gold medalist. Three times claiming victory in 1996, 2000 and 2004, including an Olympic record where she produced 25 strikeouts. Yeah, you heard me. Okay, so you're probably wondering who can possibly be a three-time Olympic gold medalist. Well, Dot Richardson, of course. Richardson's 25-year softball career started at the age of 10. Now, of course she had planned to start it earlier, but the tiny issue of her dad being in the Air Force meant she spent loads of times in military bases and abroad. Oh well, it really didn't stop her, did it? Now, by the age of just 13, she was the youngest player in the women's major fast pitch league ever in history. Now, just think, what were you doing when you were 13? 
When I was 13, everyone in my class would be doing the mannequin challenge. Meanwhile, I was trying to develop my loom band business. I think Dot and I differ quite a little bit. At UCLA, she held the country's highest batting average at 0.48, and she was a four-time MVP for the Women's Major Fast Pitch National Champions and Player of the Decade in the 1918s. Right, now get this. Alongside her pro softball career, she graduated from the University of Louisville Medical School in 1996, only to say, give me a minute, I've got an Olympics to attend in Atlanta. She then returned, okay, I'm back, yeah, we won, and then continued her training as an orthopedic surgeon. Richardson played fabulously, leading the US comfortably into gold. She then represented the nation in the 2000 Sydney Olympics, securing yet another gold. Satisfied with two Olympic golds, countless nation titles, consecutive national MVP awards, and being history's youngest ever women's major fast-pitch player, Dot decided to pursue her medical career. However, currently she is the coach of Liberty University and she continues to balance her oppressive professions. I mean, gentlemen, get yourself a lady who can whack a ball into space at 100 miles an hour whilst performing life-saving surgery. Well, folks, that's it for today. Hopefully some of my wonderful lady listeners are feeling a bit more inspired at this point. And remember, there's no men in softball. Join us next time where the all-black female team will be teaching me the hacker over Zoom, along with three lucky winners who can also attend this event by dropping me a line about your favourite softball player. I will be choosing the best answers. Stay safe and stay tuned. You are listening to Game of Throws. <laughs>